Come along with us as we take a little detour from our normal format and take the scenic route. Our destination? The Cheltenham Badlands, a geological wonder which can be accessed via the Epic Bruce Trail, an 890-kilometer hiking trail that extends from beautiful Tobermory to the Niagara River. Our detour? The Great War Flying Museum. So take the road less traveled, seek the stories untold, and get outdoors with us in Caledon, Ontario. Hey, Walker, what are we doing? I don't know, actually. <laughs> Where are we going? Where are you taking me today? Okay, well, you're actually taking me because you're driving, but we are going to the Cheltenham Badlands. Have you ever been there before? No, actually... I didn't even know that we had a Badlands yeah. in Ontario. I know. there's. It's a super crazy geological anomaly, it looks like, in our province. But we're going to learn more about it when we get there. Okay. Whereabouts is it? Do you know? I think you just put it in your Well, GPS. I actually just put the name of it in my GPS, and it's taking me. It didn't give me an oh. address. It so we're going off, off-grid? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> So we're going west, west of Toronto. It's about an hour. Okay. I think it was 55 minutes. Uh, you know, who knows with the city traffic. I know. It could take um, a lot longer. We could be on a bit of an adventure today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and are we going to get lunch? Can we go to like a little village nearby? Because it's a beautiful part of our province, isn't it? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. Because I'm going to be starving by I, then. I, and I'm going to have to stop to pee. I brought you pee. snacks. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes. You did bring me snacks. Thank you, Walker. No problem. But... This doesn't mean we can't stop okay, because good. I love stopping. Yeah, uh, maybe a little shop or whatever. Yeah. We'll see what we find along the way. Absolutely. We'll see where the wind blows us. Mm-hmm. We, are, we are being flexible. Yes. And believe it or Versatile. not, not planning. I do have a little bag with me and there's bug oh, stuff in it because oh, apparently the bugs are really bad. Yeah. This is Canada, people. Yes. So we do have life-size mosquitoes and ticks and deer flies and horse flies and black flies and it's that kind of year so who knows what we're going to run into and the other thing that's weird today is that it the air quality is terrible terrible. because of forest fires and you can actually smell it outside well my husband came home yesterday i could actually smell uh smoke on his clothes yeah when he came home and yeah. he only walks to the subway and back yeah and today because of his asthma i had to drive him to the subway oh yeah because the breathing was so bad i remember last summer so do you remember they had those horrendous forest fires in bordeaux in yes, france last summer I do. one morning it was three in the morning i woke up thinking the house was on fire because we were in the middle of the countryside it was so bad we checked everywhere in the house but we couldn't figure it out and then the next morning it was quite obvious what was going on we were we weren't that we were i think about an hour away from bordeaux but you could see the smoke was intense and it smelled like you were sitting in the middle of a campfire like it was very 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 real But uh, anyway, so that's what we're dealing with in Ontario, not just in Toronto, but across Ontario and major wildfires in Alberta. They seem to be in every province right now. Halifax. Yeah, Halifax has terrible terrible. ones too. I grew up with forest fires sort of in the background of my life because we would see the water bomber planes scooping up water for them in in the lake where my grandparents' cabin was on Lake Athapapascal. Wow, where's that? 
Flin Flon, Manitoba. Walker. Flin Flon, Manitoba. Famous Flin Flon. Yep. And maybe this boat might keep the mosquitoes at bay. It might. And we may not have that many people yeah. on our, because you had to book a yeah, time, so right? Yeah, so I booked a time, and there's a limited number of cars that can come into the lot in a time slot. You're given about 90-minute time slot okay. to um, go through the site. So it looks like a, a pretty neat place to go. It looks like something that you would see in, like, the southern... US. Well, right? Exactly. Like a dry, arid, deserty kind of place. That's exactly why I was so surprised. Yeah. Because where I grew up in Kitchener Waterloo, it's not too far away. Yeah, no, it's you not know? far and away. My cottage is even closer. Yeah. So I was really shocked when I mm. saw the landscape in some of the photos. Yeah. And apparently it's a result of farming. Right. Right? Like people people's mm. devastation of the topsoil has resulted in this weirdo landscape but yeah i'm really quite looking forward to it and i get to hang out with you this afternoon and go tootling about the province i know that's kind of fun this has never happened this has never happened we're always working how many years have i known you and this has never happened we've never done anything fun together is is that terrible that is terrible because we're always 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 working i know right this this would be really interesting and i'm a big country day tripper yeah me too that's something our family does a lot of Mm -hmm. um and i particularly love uh just driving down country roads Mm -hmm. and seeing you know what's out there yeah Um, and getting out of the city meeting some people yeah and getting your fresh you know fruits and veggies yeah i love that me too and before we left we got confirmation of our next road trip walker i alluded to it before in i think our (laughs) ghost town episode. I was super scared. (laughs) Yeah, we'll be scared. Apparently, it's very, very creepy, but you guys are going to all have to wait and find out where Harrison Walker are going next. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be cool, but we're going to have to wear the long pants, running shoes, whole whole shebang, I would imagine, because it's an abandoned, very, very cool historical site that's very little known, I think. And is it very far from where we're located it's more of a day trip again right? i think it's a day trip yeah okay. i think we could i think it's a again maybe an hour and a half might be a bit further now in that one we're going to have an official tour yes we? yes you cannot go to that site unaccompanied okay because it is not open really to the public so we had to kind of finagle our way How in there intriguing. i know <laughs> Too bad we're not going there at night, Walker, because it's a bit of a spooky location. All our listeners out there, get ready. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. The other thing we should probably talk about, Walker, is that our store is about to be launched, right? That's really exciting. Actually, I'm really proud of it. I'm really proud of it, too. On your behalf, actually. Well, yours, too. But uh, I'm really proud of it. I'm proud of it, too, and it's kind of um, a reflection of who we are and the message we're trying to get out with our podcast, and it features our mascot. It does. I know. We have Podcat, our (laughs) mascot, who, a.k.a. Fat Pumpkin, who uh, hangs out with us for all of our studio time. Yeah, I think we only made reference to our uh, mascot once in one, in our pets episode. In our pets right? episode, yeah. <laughs> you could hear a uh, fat pumpkin there. Yeah, so 
that is a very exciting venture and we hope to have that launched by the time this road trip is published. Excellent. Okay, I'm actually really surprised I haven't gotten lost yet. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, we it's are. looking a little bit more green. It is. Right? It a little is. less city. Oh, it's very green in southern Ontario. Actually, yeah. I heard that that is why we had so many Dutch settlers in southern Ontario because it looks so much like Holland. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. That's so interesting. Yeah. See, look how lush that is. Isn't it's that gorgeous. Oh, Absolutely gosh, gorgeous. Nice green fields yeah. and then lined with forest in the background. So pretty. It is so pretty. You really could be anywhere looking out on a Oh, it like looks that. like Europe though, doesn't it? It does, it looks yeah. Like Europe. Yeah, it does look like Europe. It's gorgeous. Although we need more of those little stone walls. Yes. Then it would really be Europe. And yes. then there's cows on that side. Oh. Yeah. I wonder what so we'll see today. Fun. This is so exciting. But I do have to make our first coffee road stop and pee road stop. Okay, so keep your eyes peeled. Once we get off, I think, onto whatever this next road is, we'll see. Maybe we'll pass through a couple Regional little towns. Wow. Okay, so here we are in Cheltenham. Just going through a little construction. We've so far seen a UFO. <laughs> UFO house. I think we should do a, an episode on UFOs. The U.S. Was it the U.S. Air Force or the Department of something or other? They just released that they have an alien ship oh, I go in here. storage. I oh. want to go here. I want to go to the general store. Walker needs to go to the general <laughs> store, everybody. We're going to the general oh store. My God. Yes, this was on my list of places Oh, it's to go. really cute. Okay. Oh, we're going to take a picture and put it on our Instagram. It oh is so goodness. cute. Okay. okay. Look it's at the tight. cute little wagon wheel and the little Coca Cola bench. I hope they have a bathroom. That's all I'm saying. Look at that beautiful farmhouse next door. Old oh Ontario goodness. farmhouse. It's so beautiful. With the little gingerbread edging. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It's so beautiful. Oh, it looks like it's even a hotel. It says they've suites. Since 1887. The Cheltenham General Store since 1887. Let's go in. Oh, it's super cute. Okay, shall we grab uh, a coffee? Yeah. Yes. Oh, and Kawartha Dairy Ice Cream, my favorite. Yes. Uh, just milk for me, please. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Bye. Okay, Walker. Well, we've got coffees in yes. hand. Yeah. And we have our little e-tickets that you arranged. Yes. We're okay. a little early. That's good. That's that okay. seldom that happens problems. in the city. I know. It's kind of I nice bet you they'll let us early. in, though. So here okay. we are at the Cheltenham Badlands check-in yeah, at the park ahead. store and we're talking to Natalia. Natalia. Hey, Natalia. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Natalia. Yeah. Do you have a reservation? I we do. do. Okay, oh, great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's my booking for 1 p.m. Perfect. I like your nails. They're Thank gorgeous. You. Thank you. My friend did them. They're, really? Yes. She's I, trying to do like a side hustle of like bio gel. She's like, oh, nurse, so she nice. Just does, like, Can I see? They're really well done. Oh, they're beautiful. They're gorgeous. No, I know. And then she's like, oh, I need to practice. Like I'll do it for free. Like she's like desperate for, yeah. for like a hand? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah, please. Like, Tell okay. her on the time. Yeah, I'm ready. Right? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. so she's based out of Hamilton, if anybody's out there. Okay. Uh, anyway, Good. I can go on your dash. Perfect. And just to let you know, it also gets you into two other conservation areas. Oh, get cool. Get you into Terracotta, about 10 minute drive away, and Island Lake, about half hour. So Wonderful. Awesome. If you want to visit them. Yeah. And what do you recommend that we make sure that we see while we're in this park? 
Um, well, definitely the trail. Yeah. Um, like all together, if you were to walk all the trails, it's right. only three and a half kilometers. Okay. I think too it. crazy. Okay. Uh, it forks out the trail up to the Badlands, but also a kilometer down the Bruce Trail, then oh, a kilometer nice. back. Oh, so nice. pretty simple, but it's nice. And flexible for, yeah. you know, if you want a shorter or a longer walk. Exactly. You Very cool. I love okay. that. Okay. And so where are we entering? Just here? Then? Yeah, just right there. Okay. And then there's a little map there. And once you're in there, it's pretty well marked as well. So. Okay. okay. Awesome. Yeah, and we'll so stop much. in on our way back. Wonderful. Okay. okay. All right. Thanks. Okay. So Walker, this land is part of the treaty lands and territory of the Mississaugas of the Credit. Yes. Thank you, and it says here on this welcome sign, right. it's a 36.6 hectare property. Yes. And there's diverse forest communities, wetlands, tributaries of the Credit River, and the provincially significant Cheltenham Badlands. Okay. You ready to go? Yes, I am. Oh my All right. goodness. This breeze is beautiful. I know, it's gorgeous. We I don't think it's so going to be buggy. Wealthy. And it's on the Bruce Trail. Your husband likes to walk the Bruce Trail, huh? Uh, well, the Bruce Trail actually is right around the corner from our cottage. It's goes through our cottage community. Oh, wow. So it's about a four-minute walk oh. uh, to the entrance to one, one of the entrances to the Bruce Trail. That's amazing. Yeah, so it's, it's on our doorstep. It's not far from the city, right. so it's easy to get to from the city. And we're coming across a big keep out sign. That means you, Walker. <laughs> keep out. <laughs> okay. Natural regeneration area. Yeah. Have you heard? Well, I think we've even talked about it on the podcast about rewilding. Yes. So at our cottage, our shoreline, we're rewilding our shoreline. Hmm. And we've had some new species arrive oh. as a result, which is really amazing. So I guess that's what they're doing here is they're regenerating part of the the forest and natural yeah. flora and fauna. Yeah. You being bitten yet? Nope. That's good. It's actually quite cool. It's really nice because we're shaded on this forest path. And the trail is really well marked too. Mm-hmm. And how long did she say? I wasn't really. Mm, I can't remember. I was looking around well, the store. <laughs> excited to be here. Paris. It's like being a little kid. I know. <laughs> like, yeah, tell us everything and we're not going to listen. <laughs> or a prisoner letter on day pass. <laughs> what are the other? I don't know. <laughs> That's true. It kind of has that feeling today. We've been let loose. Man, this is really steep. <laughs> we're on You're going to hear me huffing and puffing soon. <laughs> we're on steep terrain now. Okay, we're getting our steps in and our, our quad workout. Oh, my God. I am going to be feeling this tomorrow. Yeah, me too. So, okay, here we go. We've got a crossroads. Badlands viewing platform. Shall we head there first? You really have to look where you're walking here. Yeah, you do. And I'm glad we're wearing our... Oh, you're not wearing your running shoes. No, I didn't. What happened? it's kind of hot. It is hot. And I thought, oh, no, I'm going to be really hot if I get those... I know. On, so I'm taking my chance with my exposed toes here. Hi. Hi. Oh, God, I wish. <laughs> she said, I thought you guys said wine. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah, no. Would be a good idea, though. Wouldn't it? A little wine and walk? It would have to be very cold. Yes. And not too much like one of our tumblers on our oh, there we go. on, on our shop. Website. I don't think our next road trip is going to be as physically <laughs> exerting. But it's good for us. It certainly it's is. It's good for us. All the fresh, smoky air. Okay, we must be getting close. I think so. I think I see a clearing up here. Yeah. Let's see. So we're very clear that people have to stay on the path. Okay. So as not to cause any more damage. Are they sensitive to erosion, these 
uh, yeah, this, well, this, this is what landscape. It is. It's erosion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so One of the, the best top, examples. The farming techniques, the uh, thin layer of topsoil was removed over time. And then uh, with erosion caused by rain and the thawing of ice mm -hmm. and snow. Harsh weather. The, the soil is red, red, red. Almost like PEI red. Right? It is exactly like PEI red. But what is the gray strips through it, I want to know. Okay, here we are. We're on the most beautiful viewing platform. This is crazy. Walker, get some photos. It is. I don't want to drop my wallet down there. I'm not getting it back. <laughs> don't drop your wallet or your coffee. That's against the rules. No, that would be even worse. Yeah. This says... Yeah, what does it say? We are looking at the large expanse of exposed red Queenston shale that contains thin layers of siltstone and sandstone the shale bedrock of the Badlands was formed about 450 million years ago during the late Ordovician geological period. At that time, much of the Northern Hemisphere was underwater. The green-gray streaks are created by groundwater okay. circulating through openings in the shale. The concentration of more acidic groundwater can create oxygen-poor conditions that make the red iron oxide turn green. That's so cool. So most of North America was covered by a shallow tropical sea. Wonder if you can find ancient coral fossils around here. What I found, somebody What'd lost you their hat. Oh, and it's a cute sparkly <laughs> hat too. Oh, that's too bad. So the tropical sea dried up 250 million years ago. And over 10,000 years ago, indigenous peoples lived in this region yes. with increasingly complex societies and technologies that had a balance between the environment and the human presence, which we are so sadly out of balance now. It says the European explorers arrived about 400 years ago. So what does that take us to? The 1600s? And that says we might see signs of the apple orchard or stone yes. foundation from one of right. the original buildings. Can we go yes. and see if we can I find that? Where that is. Stand here for photo opportunity, like you need to be told. <laughs> okay, let's go up here and take a peek and see if we can see anything. I just want to go up here. Oh, listen to the birds. Mm -hmm. Okay, don't right fall down the hill. That would not. Walker. There's some wildlife for you. What is that? Oh, it's a bug. Butterfly. Mm, I don't know a if moth? I'd call that a butterfly. <laughs> well, he's like the ugly duckling of butterflies. <laughs> well, you know what they say. Not everything in nature is beautiful. <laughs> this is very true. There's a platform. There might be something there to is. see. Okay, and a sign. Okay. The sign says... Please stay on the authorized trails. There you go. That's for you. From the Ontario Heritage Trust, bringing our story to life. That's a good tagline. Oh, you know what? You got some mosquitoes chasing you now there, girlfriend. Yep. You sure do. This is what all those reviews were talking about. Because I'm, I'm following you and you've got like a little entourage of winged. Are you not getting bitten? No, I've got bug stuff on. If you hold your breath, they will leave you alone. But you don't want to die in the cause of fighting mosquitoes. Okay, so we're not going to walk the entire Bruce Trail today, but I think it deserves to be said that it's really gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. All right, so Walker, what's next? Okay, so that was really, really cool. And we have another stop on our journey that we just discovered on Google Maps. Right, so we are heading to the Great War Flying Museum. 
that sounds amazing. I know. So just thought, well, why don't we check out to see what there is around here? And sure enough, it popped up mm -hmm. on one of the side roads. So, and it's a very important day too because this is the 79th anniversary of D-Day. Right. Oh, the storming of the beaches in Normandy. So this is going to be poignant. I'll hear return, right? We're here today with Dan Middleton at the Great War Flying Museum in Brampton, Caledon. Dan, we were just chatting with you about your dad and how important his story is. Tell us a little bit about this, this great place that we're standing in right now. Oh, well, right now we're at the Great War Flying Museum. This, this museum is a piece of history that represents 1914 to 1919 during yeah. the First World War. The building room right now is all artifacts. Right. So it's, it's uniforms, uh, engines. Uh, propellers, beautiful panels. wooden propellers. Yeah. And uh, we have some, you know, machine, old machine guns. Wow. The, everything in, but everything in here is actually authentic. Right, so an actual artifact from years old. World War One, and we were next door looking at restored aircraft from yes, World well, War One. Yeah, well, well, those aircraft next door are actually replicas. Oh, are they okay? So they were all built around nineteen seven between nineteen seventies and nineteen eighties. So okay. they're all about fifty years old. Okay. So they're they're not you know truly authentic, and they're and they're using engines that were used. The engines are all from. Uh, 1945 vintage aircraft. Wow. Okay. Wow. So, at, at, you know, in the 1870s, a 1945 engine was a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now they're really I hard, bet. Now they're harder to get. I now can imagine. They're, now they're more rare. So, you're a volunteer here. That's so, yeah. tell me, what's your connection to, to this museum and maybe a little bit about your dad yeah. in yeah. World War II? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. My, so, my dad was uh, a navigator in the RCAF, the okay. Royal Canadian Air Force. Right. And he flew in uh, actual combat from beginning of September 1944 until the end of uh, February 1945. Wow. And when he was a kid, he loved airplanes. Okay. He was airplane crazy. Yeah. So he's been airplane crazy his whole life. And when he was 19 years old, he, he joined up with the RCAF because right. he wanted to fly airplanes. He wanted to be a pilot. Okay. So his kind of love of flying and airplanes was infectious. Right. So because, you know, when we were kids, we were always going to airports and air shows. And he, and he always talked about it. We had pictures of airplanes on the walls and, you know, models hanging from the ceiling. And, a real passion. Yeah. So yeah. He was very passionate about it. Yeah. And once when I retired, I had always said that I will come work at this museum once I retire. And okay. The, and here the, you are. The day it opened in 2020 or 2021, right. the COVID was lifted, I was here. There you go. And you also were telling us that you documented your dad's story and experience from World War II. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Back uh, 20, 2018... When my dad was about 96, told him we were going to write his story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he thought it was a little bit, you know, crazy. <laughs> Not <laughs> serious, for sure. Yeah, yeah that's a big, a big job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was a big job. And because he had saved everything. Wow. So he had photographs, artifacts, charts, maps, everything from his entire career. Wow. 
from when from what he did his training in Canada to training in in England. Right. And uh, when he was in action. Right. He, he has he has photographs of everything that they were doing. That's amazing. He had pictures of airplanes in the air when they were on operations. That's amazing. Did you get a lot of those stories in your family from his experience flying? Oh, so when he was ninety six, we started, and so the stories I didn't know, I was hearing news stories, and you know, I, I put I put them down in paper. Yeah, as he told them. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to read that book and we'll put the the reference to the book in our show notes. So how many excursions or what do they call them when they go out into oh, combat? How many did he do? Yeah, Bomber Command, they did what they called operations. Operations, operations. okay. The American Air Force, they called them missions. Okay. So Bomber Command was operations. Okay. And... If you mention mission too many times with my dad, he would correct me. <laughs> he, he says, we did operations. Operations only, no missions. <laughs> right, right. And, and you were saying to us right before that your father was one of the few gentlemen that came back without post-traumatic stress. As, so as, you managed yeah. to get those stories. Yeah, he was telling the stories the day he got back from Wow. Okay. So he, he got off the train. Yeah. And... The media was there when he got off the train. Right. And I have two newspaper clippings of his stories. Oh, when, you're when kidding. He got off the train in 1945. Was your dad a local fellow? He was from Toronto. Oh, he's from okay. Toronto. So okay. he got off at Union Station. Okay. Wow. And uh, his girlfriend jumped into his arms. Oh. So in, so in his book, there is a photograph of his girlfriend in his arms. Oh, my gosh. No way. caught that. That's so fabulous. Oh, I love that. How romantic. Yeah. How long was he overseas for? Uh, 18 months. Old. Yeah, okay. yeah. But yeah. he was only combat for six months. Right. So and he was, He was again, he was lucky because by the time he finished, they knew it was just about over. Right. So he didn't have to go back and do it again. Right. Because okay. actually, and something people don't know any clue about is because we get we know American history because of movies. Yeah. Americans did 25 missions. And then they went home. Right. Ultimately, they did 35 as well. But they started out 25 and it got longer. But they went home. Okay. With the British Commonwealth, you mm-hmm. know, Army, Navy, Air Force. Mm-hmm. Once you went over to England. Yeah. You never came home. Yeah, you just kept doing so, operations. So they would, they would do 35 operations. Yeah. And when you did your tour, they sent you to become an instructor. Oh, really? And so you'd be an instructor for, say, 10 months. Yeah. And after 10 months, they'd say, oh, okay. Back you go. Another tour. Another tour of 35. Okay. And if you survive that tour, then you'd be back on operations. Interesting. And for a third, you had a choice of a desk job or you could do operations. Okay. Dad says that most of the guys did operations. Yeah, they, they like to be out in the like field. Action. Yeah. So your dad did, he, he, did, he did one tour. One tour. Because it was just about... Unfortunately, the so, war ended. Yeah, so he was lucky. He did uh, He did 33 operations. And survived. He survived. And yeah. he was yeah. a navigator. He was a navigator, yeah. Wow, that is such an incredible story. Well, mm-hmm. thank you so much for talking oh, to us today, no, Dan. No. I can't wait to read your book, and we'll definitely put it in our show notes today, Walker. For sure. All right. Well, that's been a pretty interesting day, Walker. What do you think? Yeah, so many interesting sights and some really interesting characters, which is our absolute favorite thing about this job. I know. It's so true. It's been such a fun day, and we topped it off with fish tacos at the Red Onion on here, Ontario, which were pretty spectacular. (laughs) 
absolutely recommend. Now I need a nap. Good thing you're driving. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. Lean the seat back. You're more than welcome to. I'll let you know when we, when we head back into the city. All right. Night, night, Walker. Night, night. <laughs> Thank you for joining us at At Home and Abroad with your host, Harrison Walker. If you enjoyed this episode, we would really appreciate it if you would rate and review our show. It helps us grow and expand our reach. Subscribe to follow us each week as we continue the conversation. You can also say hi to us on Instagram at at Harrison Walker. We would love to hear from you. 